0: Welcome to The Everyday Salon, a podcast about the challenges, triumphs, and everyday happenings in the salon world. Each episode, we explore topics that inspire, teach, and hopefully even humor us. My name is Brandon Hensley, and speaking of challenges, we have them as my wife, Janet, and I own Tangerine Salon, a five-location family of salons in Dallas. Now, be sure to subscribe and share as we grow our community of like-minded people in the salon industry. Now, let's get started with today's episode. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Episode 1. Episode 1, because I have finally started the podcast that I've always been wanting to start, which is a podcast about everyday salon life. I have uh, had this goal to uh, do something where we could gather together other salon owners and talk and discuss and how to grow and... How to overcome all of the challenges and all of the fun stuff that happens in our salons. And so that's the one uh, silver lining of the pandemic is that it has finally given me the time uh, to sit down and actually do this. So I hope all of you have been able to get some of the things done that you wouldn't normally have had time to do. And so, like I said, a silver lining to the pandemic. Now, it seems like it's quarantine day one million to me. I don't know how it is for you. But we closed our salons on March the 23rd. Today is the 27th of April, so we're a little bit over a month away. I'm not sure when we are going to open. We're in Texas. Um and they've uh, and um the governor here has been um very very um well, I would say not red state, meaning he hasn't opened up quickly like say Georgia has or some of the other So I don't know when we're going to open up. I have real mixed feelings about it as well. We furloughed 150 people. Um, So it has been one crazy, crazy time. Never knew that something like this was even possible. But it happened. And so now we've got to figure out how to come out of it stronger than before. Now, the one thing that um, I have uh, wanted to make sure of is to not let this pandemic and this shutdown and and all of the lost revenue, not for it to go, um, have been done in vain. I want to make sure that we come out of this better. I want to make sure that we come out stronger. So there are several things that I plan on doing um, in our business to, um, you know, to change things up. We actually have a reset button. The pandemic has given us a gift of the reset Very seldom, um, well, never before have we had something where we could literally just turn our business upside down if we wanted to. And so I want to make sure that we do that. I've also learned as we have gone through things and had the time to really examine and inspect things, boy, we have wasted a lot of money. We've wasted a lot of time and we've wasted a lot of resources. So there are several things that we are going to change just in our in our everyday policies and and the way we do things and things like that. Um, One of the things that we found that, you know, as we've gone around, my wife and I have gone around to our different buildings and, um, and really been able to, uh, my wife is an organizer. So this time that's been closed, she's literally just ripped everything out and redid everything and every drawer, every shelf, everything uh, has been uh, taken out, reorganized. Um, But one thing we found was we found, about 20 gift sets from about 10 years ago. So this is just product that has been sitting in a shelf or in a drawer as inventory that was never sold. And so that really, really opened our eyes. Like, wow, we have got to do a better job of inspecting. Open every drawer, open every cubby, find out what is going on in the business. So one of the things I really wanna do we have lost a tremendous amount of revenue, just like you have. And so I really want to look at um, how to add to my bottom line, how to add to my profit margin, and what, what can we do to do that. So I'm looking at everything. I'm looking at my rewards program. I'm looking at our credit card processing. I'm looking at, you know, possibly adding in some kind of a sanitation fee. I, I don't know what all it's going to um, uh, to take in order for us to Um, you know, make sure that we come out of this stronger financially. But I am going to turn every page and look in every corner to see where we can do that. So one of the things I'm going to do is I'm going to look at credit card processing. Um, You know, some of you who know me know that I've got a friend in the credit card processing company. It's the company we use called Felix. Well, they have a product called Wave It that, uh, in fact, I'm going to get my friend Blake, who um, with Felix on the phone here in just a little bit to talk a little bit more about Wave It, because I think it's something that before I would never have thought about, which is charging the client the processing fee rather than us paying it as we pay, you know, a fortune in credit card fees every year. I mean, a literal fortune in credit card fees. And so that is one easy way to, to To uh, add to our bottom line, and so he's going to tell us a little bit more about it. It's um, it's a very interesting, you know, um, thought process. And like I said before, I would have never thought of doing it, but now, man, that with this reset, I think that uh, clients are are not going to to balk at all about paying um, a couple extra bucks per transaction, um, and you know, and but over the course of X amount of clients, boy, talk about money savings to the, to the salon. So I want to make sure that uh, we're doing everything that we can. But anyway, I want to learn a little more about that. So we're going to get Blake on the phone real quick. He's going to tell us more about it. Um, And then, you know, we can all make up our mind. Is that something that we might want to do? Um, It's something I'm thinking of. So we'll find out real quick, but let's get Blake on the phone real quick and get more information about this. On the phone, we have Blake Knight with Felix. Uh, Just a disclaimer, Blake is actually a really good friend of mine, but uh, Blake has an incredible company called Felix that is credit card processing, all kinds of credit card processing for every industry you can think of. And one of the things he shared with me some time ago was uh, this Wave It program, which is where the client pays the merchant fees rather than the uh, merchant, which is during this COVID time and uh, time of resetting, it's maybe time to where we look at a ways that we can I- increase our bottom line by passing on the credit card fees to the customer. So, Blake, tell us a little bit more about this Wave It program.
1: Yeah, well, thanks for having me on, Brandon. I appreciate it. Um, this This Wave it program actually has been around for a few years, but uh, it has taken a little while to adopt because it is a little different of a of a program than what most merchants are used to running. Uh, But yeah, it basically just eliminates a hundred percent of the merchant fees and passes it to the cardholder, giving them an option rather than to either pay by credit card or pay cash and have uh, no fee if they pay cash. So um, yeah, it's it's actually a great program for merchants. You get a uh, unlimited processing with just a small monthly subscription price, which is, like $59 a month. Uh, we go through First Data, which is the biggest uh, processor in the world. So, uh, yeah, and and then the same equipment uh, that many of our customers have already been using, uh, whether it's a Clover or whether it's, a, you know, Point or a different type of uh, of device, uh, they can, you know, basically just keep using that and upload the app, and you're good to go. So it's a pretty easy process.
0: All right, so I use Felix uh, for credit card processing. Um, sure. We use a Clover. And so what would change for me on this? Basically nothing except for I'd just stop paying the credit card fees, right? Except for the subscription fee.
1: Uh yeah. I mean, there there is an app that you have to upload uh that that just enables, you know, that that, that way of processing, but it's, you know, it's pretty much the same format that you're going through right now. So it's a uh, pretty easy. And, you know, through our partner MyCamp uh who who is our connection to first data they do a lot of uh, the servicing and tech stuff and and they're really great they're there uh, to answer any questions walk you through anything and i, I also uh, try to handhold a little bit you know because this is a business where you want to get it up and running and then just set it and forget it so once we get to that point um it's really smooth and we make sure we get you to that point pretty quickly
0: so basically after setup everything is exactly the same uh, we just chip or Apple Pay or swipe or however we do it, and yep. yep. Okay. Um. Now well, I
1: mean, there is one small difference, which could be a big difference for most people. You don't have to decode forty pages of reports anymore.
0: <laughs> oh man.
1: <laughs> so I, th- I think I think you know I think people like that
0: part of it too. Yeah, I get I get a uh, statement that is like forty-seven pages, and it and yeah, it, and like every and a lot of people don't realize but every different every credit card has a different fee attached to it so american it does, um, it does. and the most expensive are american express um and then the reward cards so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um you know one of the uh, and with affluent customers comes the reward cards and the american express and that's why that's right. a lot of people a lot of salons have such a high merchant fee uh, attached to it, you know, me personally. And those
1: things can fluctuate as well, and that's one of the things with Felix, if you don't mind me throwing a little small plug, is that we really like to explain to a merchant when they come on board what's going on, what they're getting charged for, how they, you know, what they need to understand about their statement, because most processors won't do that because they don't want, they really just don't want people knowing most of them. Um, so with this, it kind of eliminates all of that. This, you know, the waiver program is really full transparency because now you're paying one subscription fee and nothing else. So that's about as transparent as you can get.
0: Wow. So one of the things that, um, cause I always thought, you know, why is nobody ever doing this? But it dawned on me that somebody has been doing it for a very long time. Every time I go to pay the government online, oh yeah, they do oh, yeah. this. And so you
1: has been doing it for years, uh, gas stations with the cash versus credit. They still have those here in California. I don't know if they're doing that in Texas still, but yeah, that's, there have been exceptions across the board for many years. Um, but it's just been a little slower adopting it to the U S I mean, Europe's been doing this for a long time. So yeah, I mean, we're always last to the party, but, but Hey, there's something now where, where these uh, merchants and salon owners can. Uh, eliminate their fees. I mean, some of this money can be so much you can send your kid to college with it. I mean, it's crazy.
0: Well, I know I I pay. I mean, a, an unbelievable amount of money in merchant services um, every month through our locations, and so that is probably one of the things I'm really looking at for our bottom line coming out of this COVID crisis is uh, getting rid of those merchant fees. And so, um, so just. Just to get into the nitty gritty, just to answer some questions that people may have. So, what does the client see? Do they realize the extra fee at the time of purchase or is it on their credit card statement? How does that work?
1: Well, it's not going to be on their statement. They will see the overall charge to, for example, Tangerine Salon. But when they go to check out, there is a line item that says, uh, I believe it says non- cash adjustment or something like that, and, and it may be different in different states, but it's just a real simple line that, that is just a line item uh, that, that will show them what they're paying. Now, you know, with, uh, with credit cards, they're going to pay the fee. Uh, with debit cards, they'll pay a discounted rate on the fee since, since debit card uh, interchange uh, is significantly less than credit cards, and then if they pay cash, there's obviously no fee, uh, but you'll see that as a line item on the receipt. And really, uh, le- legally speaking, you just have to have a sign somewhere posted in- inside the, the business. And, uh, I mean, it- it's all about the communication with your clients. And I think a lot of people, especially now, it's a great time to shift to this and try it because I think most of us as consumers are understanding of the way businesses have had to change right now because for many of us, it's affected our own businesses. So, you know, I think this is a great time to, to, to try this. And it's easy to turn on and off if you get afraid. You know, but most of you know most of our uh, merchants that have Wave it, they love it. The customers understand. Uh, very, very, very seldom will anyone really lose a customer from this. It's all about communication and the reason you're doing it. hey, we all need to stay in business. And if it means the difference between staying in business or shutting down, guess what? more merchants are going to try something like wave it.
0: Exactly. And I think uh, especially that I've seen an outpouring from our clients saying, how can we help, you know, um, what do we, we want to, we want to support you and everything like that. So I think, like I said, during this reset time, this is a perfect time to um, give this a a try. So um, just to sum it up. So if a customer has a $100 charge at the salon, they swipe their card, they chip it, they Apple pay it, whichever way that it does it. Um, the, instead of a hundred dollars, their credit card is say charged 103, 104, whatever it is. Um, and they pay that three or $4 for the fee. And then the salon just gets that hundred dollars with zero fees taken out of it. Correct.
1: That is correct.
0: Wow. Simple and plain. Yeah, that is amazing.
1: And we can answer questions. You know, my partner and I can answer questions uh, at any time. We always you know what we're doing most of the day is just uh, talking on the phone with with, uh, great merchants and hearing about their issues and seeing if there's a way we can really, you know, solve a problem that they may be having, uh, even if it's just saving money. So we're, you know, we're always here. Um, Our website is FelixTheCompany.com and uh, you can email me Blake at FelixTheCompany.com.
0: Okay. And so I'm a Felix customer. I know um, there's lots of other salons that are Felix customers already. Um, and to be honest with you, I actually save money uh, just on the normal processing than than I was saving. Um, that's right. You do, my friend. That's right. And so um, w- being a Felix customer, I know this switch would be super easy, but what if you're not a Felix customer? What if you process through another processor?
1: Well, you know, The way it is in our industry is that you do have to fill out an application, which can be somewhat cumbersome for people because it's a lot of pages of things that you don't necessarily know off the top of your head. But you know, Felix is committed to making that process as easy as possible. We'll even get on the phone and fill out the app for the merchant, as long as they just have their sales info and you know some of their just corporate info there in front of them. We'll actually fill it out for them and then just send it send it to them for an electronic signature. Uh, to just kind of speed that process up. I mean, really that with a voided check and figuring out what piece of equipment you want to go with, that's pretty much all it takes. Uh, If you have all that stuff available on the day that we fill the app out for you, we can pretty much turn it around most of the time within a week uh, because, you know, first data is pretty fast about the approval process. And most of these merchants are already going to be approved quickly anyway because they've been doing business. So there's uh, usually not a lot of risk associated with the salon business. And so it, it's, you know, it's pretty quick. Um, it just, you know, there are a few decisions here or there to be made, but that's, you know, with any, with any switch. But, um, you know, it takes about a week to do that. And, you know, that's, we'll get you up and running.
0: Well, we have nothing but time right now. So if you're going to do it, <laughs> now is the time to do it. Well, I appreciate it, Blake. And um, I know um, you guys have been on lockdown for a while there in Southern California, just like we are here in Texas. So hope, yep. you, hope you and your family stay safe. And, um, anyway, if anybody has questions about it, um, all of that information is, um, is, um, on the description as well as Blake said it earlier. So get a hold of Blake, if you want to give this a try.
1: Thanks, Brandon. Appreciate you having us on.
0: Okay. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Wow. Super interesting. Um, like I said, I never would have considered doing this before, but now I am really, really thinking about doing it. Um, again, it's an immediate impact to the bottom line, which is something I'm definitely looking at how to do that, how to get how to how to recoup some of this money that we have lost. Um, I had huge financial goals for 2020. You know, uh, we've been in such a growth pattern, and it's been absolutely amazing. And then boom, we shut down unbelievable. Anyway, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this as well. So jump onto our Facebook, uh, just find us at the Everyday Salon. And give me your thoughts. I'd love to hear about, um, you know, some of the things that you're going to do to try to recoup some of that money or how to, you know, add to your bottom line, and all of that good stuff. All right, now have you seen there is a salon owner here in Dallas that is making national news that is uh, she basically opened her salon, and now has basically become the face of the resistance, I guess you would say. And she was at a rally yesterday with, with all all kinds of people. Um, and she is, I mean, she, she tore up the, the, um, the judge's order to cease and desist. She, is uh, not backing down. Uh, The police come and obviously there's really nothing they actually can do. It doesn't look like because they're not doing anything. So what are your thoughts about this? I'd love to know your thoughts about this. At what point do we, I mean, uh, is there a point uh, if they keep this going? I mean, what do we do? Do we just sit home and and just let our businesses go away, or do we just you know, hope that it all plays out and trust the government? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm playing very conservative. I want to. I want to make sure that we are doing our part in order to stop the spread or to flatten the curve. Even though it looks like the curve, thankfully, has been flattened. Um, but at some point, man, we have got to get back, and uh, you know. And I know it's going to be very limited when we get back. Um, what all we can do. So, you know, on our next episode, I am going to be talking to some other salon owners, getting some ideas of what that looks like when we get started. How do we schedule? You know, what uh, personal protection gear are we going to have? All of those different things. And hopefully we can all kind of come together and, and get some ideas that's going to help everybody and, so that we can reopen, get some revenue coming in, um, and if you're like like us, we have customers, facebooking, emailing, Instagramming, b- begging us to open, uh, sending us pictures of what their hair looks like now, and and begging. So, uh, you know, you know, lack of customers is definitely not going to be a problem when we reopen. Uh, but I think a lack of uh, of how many people we can have in a building is going to be a problem. So even though we get started, I'm not sure how, how much we can actually do, how much revenue we can you know we can get back. looks like it you know, could be like 20% of a normal day's revenue that comes in. Anyway, so uh, be sure to subscribe um, and, and jump onto our social media at the everyday salon um, so that you know when a new episode is up. Like I said, we're going to be talking to some salon owners getting some ideas on what they're doing. What we're going to be doing here at Tangerine when we reopen, and so that everybody has as much, has many resources and ideas of what they can do um, as we reopen. But anyway, uh, thanks so much for jumping on this very first episode of the Everyday Salon. This is something, like I said, I have been wanting to do for a long time. I wanted to connect our community, our salon community in order to be able to have discussions so that we can all learn, we can all grow so that our business can be the best it can be. We will see you next time.